0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Touchdown Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Team- Rams Nation! Happy Friday. This is Bear Moder from Rams Podcast, but this is Locked On Rams. This is the Friday edition of Locked Rams. It's actually brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Guys, it's playoff season, so get out there and make some bets with me. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON. It's going to get you 100% of your deposit matched. Me and James are going to do a showdown of our MyBookie picks later in the show. And yeah, spoiler alert, James is here. Hey! Welcome, James. Welcome, James. You can find him at Kroger 3 and at Rams Podcast. He runs that account. Thank you. Uh, you can find me at LA underscore Rambling Bear on Twitter and at LockdownRams. If you guys don't have that, send me an email if you want to ask any questions. It is the offseason, so we are welcoming Any commentary you want to talk about, because we've got a lot of talk until we get back to some football, unfortunately. So email me, lockedonrams at gmail.com. Questions, comments, concerns, send them my way. And while we're just throwing stuff out here, head over to iTunes, leave a review, tell me what you think, Uh, put your Twitter handle name in your comment, and you'll be entered to win a Pro Football Focus subscription, Edge subscription, pretty good stuff, pretty good stuff, James. I mean, it's going to take a couple episodes. I know we haven't recorded as much. Apologies about that, guys. Just kind of cleaning up the offseason here myself, getting ready for kind of planning this thing out. Probably do about three days a week, but uh, it hasn't been too exciting. But we've got a lot of stuff to get to. There's some Rams news popping off every day, and there will be almost uh, most offseason. So, James, what do you got? Any interesting things going on in Rams nation right now?
1: I do, yeah. And Bear, you know, still coming down of last week's loss. And it's feeling a little bit better today. You know, it's, you know, we got Friday tomorrow. The week's almost over. And turn on some ESPN today. And first thing I saw was a preview of the Falcons Eagles game. So it really made my mood drop. Right yeah, it's you like, I just forgot about it. Yeah. Thanks for rubbing that in my face.
0: Yeah, football's going to be tough, kind of, to watch for the next couple weeks. And the Super Bowl will be fun. And, and then we can kind of focus on everyone is in the off season and mm. it, we're not you know there with all the losers uh, <laughs> but you're right it is tough as you kind of start to let it go and then you're reminded quickly when you see the falcons on tv and you're like the
1: last time i saw them was Don't! yeah it's it's i'm kind of still on a hangover a hangover from from Saturday's game because you know we the hangover from the season, to be honest, because it just the high just got better and better, and the excitement just got better and better. And we just were a serious contender, and man, I am just I'm just I'm still hurting. And like you said, football is, is gonna be tough to watch. So, but there's still always Rams news. We had some coaching hires lately around the NFL. John Gruden, you know, took away our quarterback's coach. So what did we do? We took an assistant wide receiver coach and promoted him to our quarterback's coach. His Moving name on, uh, Zach Taylor. I tweeted about it as well. So you guys may wonder who the heck yeah. this guy is.
0: Well, you asked me about five minutes later, you're like, and then we, and then we, I'll talk about Zach Taylor. And I was like, who? <laughs> uh, and you're like, uh-oh. You
1: mean you aren't jacked about Zach Taylor? So talk to
0: me about this guy, because I heard him kind of going, I've heard a few things on uh, radio and whatnot, but talk to me about
1: Zach Taylor, bro. So to kind of set the pace when talking about Zach Taylor, let's remember that this was a McVeigh decision to move, into, move him into the quarterback coach role, which, you know, in McVay's offense is, is, is probably the most important thing, right? Yeah. You definitely want to have a top uh, person at that position, who McVay did a very good job of grooming this season, and we all saw what happened with that, uh, with our record and the points that we were able to score. So, who was Zach Taylor? Like I just mentioned, he was our assistant wide receiver coach, but he does have quarterback experience. I saw some concerns online on, you know, why is a wide receiver coach, how is he going to help the quarterbacks with, with their basic fundamentals and everything you need to know from a quarterback's perspective. Well, this guy did play quarterback, and he did pretty well. Although he did play at three different colleges, he had an impressive career at a junior or community college. And then he ended up going to Nebraska, where he had a lot of school records, actually. He had 5,850 yards. That included 431 yards and 36 completions against Iowa State. In the MasterCard Alamo Bowl, he set a bowl record with three touchdown passes and had the most yards in a single season in 2005 with 2,653 yards, 19 touchdowns, Broke that record the next year by throwing for 3,197 yards and 26 touchdowns and eight interceptions. So, this guy knows how to play the quarterback position. My one concern, Bear, if you look at some of his NFL history, and I want to get your take on this, is he was working with Miami previously and he helped develop Ryan Tannehill. Uh, yeah, during his, but you, know, <laughs> you know, he was on that
0: staff, right? And they, they talked about this on the radio and they kind of went, they broke down his resume and they're saying, you know, a QB from Nebraska and right. who we've seen to be, you know, kind of a quarterback run heavy when they were successful. And then obviously he was down in Miami and with Tannehill. But the thing is, I just continue to go back to is the important things of what we have on this roster and in the coaching staff. And that's Sean McVay. Right. Done. Period. Done. We've seen what he does with that offense. Him and Jared Goff have such a great relationship. Another thing that I love about it is Zach was in the building last year. We're not bringing in a fresh mind or a new outside look. Zach is on the exact same game plan, and this is just his time to move up that ladder. And he's been in the position, like you said, over in Miami. I think he was a quarterback's coach. I think he was even the OC over there for a while. So Yeah. I think he's ready for it, and we'll find out soon enough. But I also like we've kept the rest of our offensive group together. So it's one guy that shifted over, moved up a little bit. I
1: think it's I think it's going to be good. I'm excited to see, um, see and hear more about Zach. Yeah, I'm super stoked, especially knowing that he has the McVay stamp of approval. And, you know, I did mention his experience with Miami. You guys, you may hear the name Ryan Tannehill and be like, okay but keep in mind with the the four years that he spent Miami developing Tannehill he helped him progress each year to become the first quarterback in franchise history to throw for 3,000 yards in four straight years and you know that franchise does have a pretty good quarterback name in Marino so you know that stat stands out to me very strong but you you know again look at the name Ryan Tannehill it's like okay he helped develop him but he didn't really get yeah we'll see what he's got I think uh goes back to head coach man we got him we're good we're good, especially the fact that he's going to be calling plays. But he must see something in Zach Taylor like he has seen in a lot of these other players. in McVay, we do. Yeah. So that's so that's I think that. there's a hashtag. <laughs> Trust McVay. Yeah. Trusting McVay. One of them. One of them's out there. Well, speaking of trusting in McVeigh Bear. So, uh, more Rams news. It did come out that we will not be going to London this year like we did in the past two years. It, did we earn that? Yeah. I mean, is it becoming a name to talk about? Or is that just by chance?
0: Yeah, so it is. There's three games that have been set. Now there's uh, rumors that have been going around for the past couple weeks that the Rams are still under that hole. Uh, We moved from city to city. We're basically allowed to take you, steal you, and throw you international for the next two years. Uh, So we have rumors to be going to Mexico to potentially face face the Chiefs in Mexico City. Pretty cool environment down there. The Raiders were there last year. Um, I think this is a good little switch. I think you're right. I think we did earn... Although I did see some tweets, and we've got listeners here listening in now from London and over in Europe that are pretty bummed about this because right. they've gotten spoiled over the last few years to get Rams games over there. So I did see some some uh, disappointment from across the pond today on Twitter. But uh, for the players, you're right, that's a long trip. So maybe this was kind of like you guys came in and did did well. They're still sending Jacksonville over there, who's kind of been going for the past few years. Yeah, they're pretty close, though. And they're going to be facing Philadelphia. Uh, Seattle-Oakland is one of the other games over there. And then Tennessee, and we will send a representative from L.A., the Chargers, and Tennessee will be playing over in London. So, uh, you know what? Everyone that's listening from London, get your Rams gear on and just go troll the Chargers when they come and just go have more the Seahawks
1: too because <laughs> that's going to be good. They're going to be traveling and uh, you know having to be on the road a little bit more. We we are losing a home game though because there's going to be one more away game for us next. year. Yeah, time.
0: well, the home game would be in Mexico City and you know let's go, dude. That sounds so fun.
1: you UK fans, if you want to see the Rams play, you're going to have to do the traveling this year. Come to LA. We'll we'll get down to Me- we'll drive down to Mexico and get to that game.
0: All right. I'm not driving. Called it. <laughs> <laughs> um, going through the border. That's going to be crazy. Actually, Mexico City traffic probably could compare with the Coliseum. You could get down. and be like, you're thinking like, oh, I'll get a break from the Coliseum traffic. No, Mexico City is probably like the only thing that might be worse. <laughs> well, that should be exciting. I mean, we've done the whole international, um, obviously going over to London and now getting down to go to Mexico and uh, potentially it says the Chiefs is, is a... Is pen kind of the early report, okay. but we'll see until it's Bring official. It I love how we have our opponents, which we'll break down uh, probably in a, in a month here, or two. Mm-hmm. And the exciting thing is we already have our scheduled opponents for next year, which we'll, we're actually going to break down. We got the whole off offseason, uh, we'll go Planet game time. by game. I'm actually, my most exciting thing is when they release the actual scheduled dates. That's when it gets good, good, good. What else you got in that uh, whole nerd bag you're carrying around <laughs> over there with all your stats and information?
1: Well, Bear. I got plenty in the left in the bag. So, so, I got some numbers for you. And I have been complaining a bit. I, I hated seeing the lazy stats of the comparisons from this year to last year. I hate seeing all that stuff because we're a brand new team. We've gone over a million times. But I do have sort of a wrap-up. And you may not realize some of the impacts that these guys have had over the season. So, uh, some pretty great numbers. great numbers here, Bear. I want to start off with the MVP of the NFL, Mr. Todd Gurley, who yeah. had... 2,093 yards from scrimmage which was the most in any player in the NFL and we know that he already leads the NFL NFL in touchdowns as and that well. was in 16 games son so how how, how is he not the MVP yeah. I mean come on now uh, another aspect is Mr. Jared Goff. He was the first ever Ram quarterback to throw for at least 25 touchdowns and fewer than 10 interceptions in the same season. So Get it, boy. looking good. we yeah. got a pretty solid list of quarterbacks I in our know. history. I mean, I'm pretty excited about that stat. And my boy, Mr. Cooper Cup, who I lost the bet uh, from the Seahawkers podcast because I decided stupidly to bet on all-purpose yards, thinking Cup may potentially return some punts. He did not at all, and we all know the Tyler Lockett did. But Cooper Cup, 869 receiving yards by the rookie. He ended the year as one of the league's most productive rookies setting the franchise record with 62 receptions at just two below Todd Gurley, who had 64. Yeah. So, MVP, I mean, come on. You're talking about somebody who broke a franchise record for rookies and then Todd Gurley still had two more receptions than him because he's our running back, though, by the way. Yeah. He's not a receiver. Oh,
0: by the way. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Got a couple more for you, Bear? Twenty-seven, that's the amount of defensive takeaways recorded by our defense under Mr. Wade Phillips and 126 points scored off of turnovers. So that was key this season was the amount of turnovers this de- this defense had and how we we're able to how we we're able to score off of those.
0: We had twenty-seven turnovers this year. Twenty-seven defensive turnovers?
1: Yeah, I I think I should have started with that stat, by yeah. the way, because that's the most impressive one, in my opinion, on top of some of the, that Tar Girly stuff. But 126 points scored off of those turnovers, those were huge for this season.
0: Yeah, could have used a few of those in the playoffs. Ah, too soon on yourself. Ouch. Ouch. Okay, I get it. Oh, yeah, sh- get stab it. in the
1: back. And dude. then, not
0: to forget, our, our kicker, obviously, Greg Zerloin. Forty kicks made. Obviously, two of those came from Sam Ficken. Way
1: to go, Sam! <laughs> um,
0: but Greg, you know, really set the pace for the team. Obviously, uh, number one in scoring. Set the
1: pace for the NFL. Yeah,
0: and that's it. Set the pace for NFL. Uh, another thing that I saw was pretty cool is they had the NFL 101 awards, where basically they give out um, different awards for offensive, defensive uh, players. And the Rams swept it, man. Walked in, walked down the red Football carpet. 101. Nailed and, it. And swept it. You had N- you had Todd Gurley, who was the NFC Offensive Player of the Year. And then you had Aaron Donald, who was the NFC Defensive Player of the Year. And then Sean McVay was the NFC Coach of the Year. So, probably continue to... to Pour in, especially for Sean McVay. He's going to pick up a couple more Coach of the Year awards, uh, and hopefully Todd Gurley picks up a couple awards himself moving forward with the big one MVP. But thought that was pretty cool too. Uh, just clean house sweeping, and it makes sense. I mean, Aaron Donald's a freak. Hashtag Pay the Man. We'll talk about that more. Todd Gurley, uh, freak on the offensive side of the ball, and then uh, freak behind the pencil, Mr. Sean McVay, drawing up those plays. Well, we got
1: a bunch of freaks, and apparently the freaks don't come out at night because our night game, we did not come out and play. I see what you did there. So, uh, I don't know. I like that terminology. So, Bear, how do you say Greg the Lake's last name, actually? Uh, uh, Squeeze me? What? (laughs) How do you pronounce? uh, Okay, okay, yeah,
0: a couple times, (laughs) and a couple, like, probably like 80%, you know. Greg Zerline, uh, Greg Zerline. Closer, Greg Zerline. It's,
1: it's your accent. It's, yeah, it's, it's okay. it's, it's, it must be my it's your accent. accent.
0: <laughs> I get into that loin phase, and I've gotten <laughs> you lost steak. Yeah, I've gotten called out on Twitter for it. So should I just go like
1: line? Like, is that where it is? Like, I think it's I think it's between line and lion because the e is first. So, Zerline.
0: Zerline, Zerline.
1: Kind of close.
0: I yep. I know I've been guilty of zerloin. Many of times Uh, But Ficken I got I can nail Ficken Ficken
1: nailed it And Um, yeah Thanks for those two That's why I think I'll just stick with Like Greg the Leg Or (laughs) Jeezy Well I'm gonna say Jay Z. You can't blame me Because I'm horrible With names How many times Have I messed up People's last names I mean I'm I'm just trying to Like I got you on one I got you
0: on one You're the worst Moving on (laughs) Um All right, way to go, Greg the (laughs) Lurg.
1: Greg Z. So, nerd boy, do you got anything else for us, stat wise? The last one, which speaking of Twitter, being called on on Twitter, bear, we had sort of a discussion going on via Rams podcast on the debate on Sammy Watkins for next year, and I think we're kind of sitting on separate sides of the bench here. The guy who had eight touchdowns and led our team uh, receiver wise uh, for the most touchdowns this year, you're thinking that you know may not may not. Be worth keeping him around. You know, uh,
0: I said this on Twitter as well as I could be talked off the ledge on both sides, right? I could I could be all about not re-signing him. I could also get behind the guys that are saying re-sign him. Um, you just turned your computer away, so I can't I want use you to your to see my secret oh, stats. Oh, you got secret stats for this <laughs> one? Okay. Well, my thing is, but I'm also guilty of having my my questions about him. Like, I'll be excited if he stays. Totally understand if he leaves. And I think if I had to make the choice myself, I I have to see what else is out there via draft with our 23rd pick, um, via free agency or trade or what else could be. But I see improvement here. I know you mentioned his eight touchdown catches, (laughs) right? That was awesome. Five of those, six of those came with inside the 20. Four of the eight came with inside the five. Nice. So, I mean, like, he worked that slant great. I'm sure if we're going to go get another big-time number one receiver, we should be able to trust him down the red zone too. Um, I want to hit you with a couple stats here that I saw that kind of made me think maybe maybe not so much because okay. one of the options here with him is either pay him a bunch of money with a bunch of years attached to it or franchise tag him, which last year I think the franchise tag went for around about 15 mil, right? Mm-hmm. So this isn't like just a... Cheap date that you can be like, yeah, well, I'll let her hang around a few more times, see if she's <laughs> worth a ring. Um, he came in fourth in yards on the team with 593. That was almost 200 yards behind the next person at three, which was Robert Woods. Uh, and then Gurley, you mentioned earlier in the show, was second with 788. Uh, cup leading the team with 800. With 867. So he's almost 300 yards behind our leader. 200 yards behind his next closest wide receiver teammate. And then we move over to catches. 39 catches. 8 touchdowns. So he had 31 other catches the rest of the year. That's hard for me to, to pay a bunch of money to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, again, almost 20 behind the next person in his position, which, again, was Woods. And then 30-ish behind... Goff and Gurley. So, I mean, he is behind Gurley and Cooper Cup. Okay. So, if you're looking at touchdowns, great. Led the team, eight touchdowns. Catching and receiving yards, where really a wide receiver should be near the top, he's fourth, man. I just, I, I, for the money that he's going to claim, and if we can get him, and one of the most positive ways I can see us getting him is if he, if he comes to us and says, hey, man, I think everything that's going on here is awesome. I know we've got Aaron Donald. we got to get a bunch of money, too. I know we've got some linebackers. I know we've got some other people that we need to move money. Joiner, free agent. Gosh, I don't want to see him go, right? We've got some people that need some money. Why don't I go this nice, you know, put me not in that top five category of, of wide receivers. Maybe that 10 range, that okay. 15 range. Give me a, you know, a All good right. deal. But I'm not going to come here and take the house like I could do on the Cleveland Browns.
1: Yeah, we'll get into the free agency and the, the, the money we have to work with, but... What's our motto this season? You mentioned top-wide receiver, top-wide receiver money, franchise tag. What's our motto? We, not me, Yeah. right? So Robert Woods, you mentioned him and what he's done offensively this season. Well, Robert Woods said, he's a fan of Sammy Watkins. He says defenses have to pay attention to the way he plays, the way he blocks, the way he runs with the ball, the way he attacks the ball. If you look on top of his stats this season, he does lead the team in touchdowns, but the threat that he provides is a huge element in opening up this offense. Offense, and he wouldn't give up so much in the in the offseason if it wasn't worth it and McVeigh didn't see something in him. And speaking of McVeigh, he raved about Watkins. He says, his presence dictates coverage and frees others. Right. So think about that the way McVeigh is thinking about that. Right. That he adds a huge element that, you know, we may go after somebody who can get more sass on the board, but we, not me, if you're able to help this offense in so many back-ended ways, you're worth sticking around. He complimented the also make, they <clears throat> complemented the effectiveness of his downfield blocks and his aggressiveness, which with which he ran his routes, even amid the long spells without targets. So we've talked about it a couple of times yeah. some of those long ones where it seemed like he gave up. And but
0: he was doing other things to kind of still be a
1: part of the we not me. Get it, get it, got it, get it, get it, good. We not me. Yeah. And this is a team effort, and he does have that element. Barry, like he may not be a franchise top wide receiver, well, but he makes this. Offense possible If in he we ways. not me's the contract, then I'm all for it. <laughs> Anything else you had to fight your case? I think I'm winning. When he scored the much t- most touchdowns on as a receiver, and you oh. open up this offense, you know, okay. in so, McVay's eyes. You're- so you've got
0: one stat. The nerd guy has one stat and, and a couple quotes of saying the guy saying,
1: you know, we really
0: like him. Um, he helps open up the field, so you're go- you got one stat and and a
1: couple quotes. The quotes that's, have context. That that's that's you show got. you how this offense is able to be successful. Okay, so let me get way back McVay to this another th- wide receiver are saying. I think
0: it. I'm I can be on your side, right, for the right price or the right deal or the right understanding of what's going to. Why it's got to be about
1: money? Why it's got to be about money in the NFL?
0: Because I'm looking Maybe across. Watkins
1: is a team player. Yeah,
0: because I'm looking across the other side of the field, because I'm looking on the other side of our offense, and I'm seeing Aaron Donald. Who is just breaking boundaries in the NFL, going, Yeah, I understand the we not me, but i Yeah, I understand this we not me, but I'm about to cash in. I am the number one defensive player in this league, and you're gonna pay me for it, because that's what this league does. They pay a stupid amount of money to the best players, right? So he's gonna take a bunch of money. My thing is, at what cost do you wanna keep Sammy? Because are you telling me you have no problem giving him a five-year, you know, 50-60 million dollar contract where he's, you know, a top 10 top 5 paid receiver and he takes this huge chunk of money and 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 does that commitment to that wide receiver, number one wide receiver like we did with Tavon Austin in the 40 million dollar contract which, which somehow we got to find our way out of, right? So now you want to throw a bunch of money at you know, another wide receiver the, who is a fast fast guy, right? And takes the top off the defense. Yes, had eight touchdowns, great, awesome, but it hasn't proved himself
1: as a 100-catch guy. I want to throw well, money talking, at a 100-catch guy. You're talking money, 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 and you know the contracts with Aaron Donald. No, no doubt Aaron Donald needs the money. What I'm saying about Sammy is I don't anticipate him getting a huge paycheck. I know that he's going to stay with this team and is committed to this team, and it's going to be worth it having him on board. I don't think he should get top wide receiver money. So you're
0: telling me, calm down, Bear. He's going to take the right amount of money bear's to stick around. A bear's
1: being... Bears being Sammy's agent right now. Yeah, because I think that's I'm the way the NFL. Go-
0: yeah, I think that's the way the NFL goes. Is that the agent and, and is going to build this? Think about your family, and you know you want that money. And when when it's not like there's not going to be uh, another four teams or three teams waving that. Crazy, stupid contract that he's looking for because that's what the NFL is all about—trying to steal talent and move forward, especially in the free agency world where he may not be good. But the Browns have a hundred million dollars to spend right now, and know. they're going to overpay on some guys. I think and Sammy's a fan. They can build that thing, and I, I really hope Sammy's a fan. My thing is, at the right price, Sammy is great, and I think his potential and going further into a Sean McVay offense. Could be even worth that top five money, but we didn't see it this last year. We didn't get a taste of it to go, yeah, throw that money at him. We saw some touchdowns inside the 15 where he caught the ball like any other wide receiver is going to catch the ball, but he just got those targets. 30-something catches overall in the season doesn't excite me to say throw a bunch of money. But do you want to give him that long-term deal, or do you want to give him that franchise tag like we've done to Trumaine Johnson for the past two years, which we haven't even gotten into yet. Mm-hmm. Um, franchise tag or contract? What would you... Obviously, you want to keep them. I want so, to keep him,
1: but I, I'm not franchise tagging him right now. Okay, Ooh. I do agree with you on that. And one more, fifteen mil, bro. One more piece to your argument, Bear, is you know even though he did score eight touchdowns, which I mentioned, I think 342 times already this this podcast, he drew just 67 targets, a mark that a mark that is topped by 90 other receivers Ooh. in the NFL. Thanks for so patting my stuff. That's why I turned my computer away. I wanted to drop that on you. In in your case, you know this is not deserving of a franchise tag. No, no doubt about it. I want to keep him on the team, but he's not getting franchise money. He's not getting top okay. wide, five wide receiver money because right. we've made those mistakes in the past.
0: Volume one, I liked it. That was a good good uh, back and forth. I think we'll go further than this. We're gonna do the same against. We're gonna do the same with Tremaine Johnson as well. So we've got plenty to talk about here on Locked On Rams. Well, transitioning here a little bit, there still is football being played. We talked about it earlier. It's tough to watch. But you know what? Let's make some damn money off these games if we're going to do it. And you're going to find me jumping on there this week. It's mybookie.ag. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON. It's going to get you 100% of your deposit matched on your first deposit. And the reason why you should is because it's NFL playoff time, man. We've got a bunch to talk about, a bunch to get through. Me and James are going to pick a few matchups this weekend and tell you what we think, and come join us on mybookie.ag and throw some money down. The cool thing about mybookie.ag is that you can do in-game live betting, which is my favorite part. They actually have their own create your own bet slips now. James, this is brand new. If you, if me and you are ever debating on if we think uh, I'll use our Rams in this case, Todd Gurley's gonna get six catches and okay. 50 yards rushing. You can create your own bet. In the system, which is awesome. Oh, okay. So that's cool. another one that they had that was an example was, um, you know, if you're betting with a friend that LeBron's gonna have 30 points and 10 assists, we do that all the time. You can go up on my bookie and throw down some money. So I thought that's pretty cool. Not only creating your own bet, you get paid within two days of using the bet. So uh, if you hit that bet, make that big money, take it out two days, you're gonna get it. So create your own bet, in-game live betting, and paid in two days. What else do you need? They're the number one betting site out there mybookie.ag well let's crack into a couple games here james well james we got four games this weekend we usually do three but you know let's throw the rules out the window we're <laughs> out of the playoffs we're making our own rules, rules are meant to be broken baby. yeah it's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission right right glad i nailed that one on the first try <laughs> Close, close. close um, all right, let's let's just run down the list, right? We've got the Atlanta Falcons boo, boo. versus the Philadelphia Eagles. We're not really cheering though. for yeah, we're not yeah. cheering for anybody, really. Eagles, this is the first time a number one seed is an underdog in their <laughs> playoff game. So nice. they are a plus three at home, so the Philadelphia Eagles are getting three points at home. Falcons-Eagles, who you
1: got? Well, the reason behind those two last statements of yours, Bears, is because there's a guy named Nick Foles playing yeah. instead of Carson Wentz who got him into the this position. So... I'm going to bank on the Falcons and take the spread easily there because they're the ones that beat the Rams, and I would love nothing more than the team that beat the Rams to actually make it as far as, as possible in these playoffs. So, Atlanta Falcons, no doubt about it. I don't know if Nick Foles is going to be able to handle this.
0: All right. I like it. I think that's where the national public's going, and I like your exact point. Yeah, I would love to see the team that knocked out the Rams win the Super Bowl so we can be like, well, I mean, see?
1: Yeah, like, come on. Don't even anybody...
0: get it. Um,
1: they have revenge. They have a revenge in place. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. I'm going to flip the script, though. I'm actually going to take the Eagles here. I think what? the motivation for everyone, I mean, they're, you're, you're, the underdog at home as the number one seed, I think that's just going to piss them off enough. They still have a really good defense. I think if they're smart, they use the trifecta at running back that they have. Okay. Obviously, they brought Ajayi from, um, from the Dolphins earlier this year, so... Hopefully, they lean a little bit with that. Like Garrett Blunt, who's known for playoff games and scoring touchdowns, they got to lean heavy on that, use the pass off of it. Well, the I'm Falcons... going Eagles plus three at home.
1: Eagles plus three at home? Are you kidding me? All right. Well, the Eagles, I'm sorry, the Falcons, didn't, you know, the MVP of the season, the best running back in the NFL, they did a pretty good job of not giving well, him too much. So. He got
0: 101 yards. We just didn't give him enough carries. I think he had 16 carries. I don't think that was the reason why. Mm-mm. Our boy tore it up. Uh, moving on. We're gonna jump over to the AFC. We've got the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, the Tennessee Titans came back and won. They're gonna and and <laughs> your prize is the New England Patriots at home. New England is a 13 and a half point favorite. Who you got? Remember, I'm talking with the spread here. Who you got?
1: I still got the Patriots. Woo. Um
0: Blowout City. They are
1: going to cream the Titans. Wow. And they have—they are a team that shows no mercy. And I see the spread being more than two touchdowns. So, no doubt about it, Tom Brady and the Patriots are going to just knock these guys.
0: We're away. talking playoff football. I'm going to jump in. I'm taking points. I'm, I'm, really? I'm being I, the point I, gambler I, here. I, let's
1: set up one of those... personal bet's on mybookie.eg because I I would love to get you going with that one. All
0: right. Well, tap the table a little bit more so I know you're serious. (laughs) I'm typing it in. I'm I'm going on my mobile device. typing it in. Well, we can do that, buddy. Every time we talk about betting on this show, though, you seem to go missing when times come to play. When times come to play. Draft.com. This guy, if anyone remembers, he never shows. So, show me, don't tell me. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans plus 13.5. This is a, a group that... It's kind of like the NCAA tournament when the 15, 14, 13 seed makes it. They're like, we shouldn't even be here, man. We shouldn't even be Just go wow. and play. They, so the, the Titans yeah. are a five seed. No, the Titans are like a 13 seed right now. In their game against Kansas City, no one gave them a chance. They were down a bunch. Uh, they talking about changing coaches. They win the game. Ownership comes out and says, we're keeping the coach. We're moving forward. All these things are happening. They're doing it. With a backup running back, and obviously Henry comes from Alabama, who just won the national championship. He's he's a good running back, but DeMarco Murray's not there, ruled out for the game already. But I'm taking the points, my friend. Thirteen and a half, Tennessee Titans. Put it on the board.
1: Into the Sweet Sixteen, we go.
0: Moving on, we'll stay in that division. Jacksonville Jaguars hit the road to Pittsburgh. They are a seven-point underdog. That means Steelers minus seven. James, who you got?
1: As great of a run as Jacksonville has been on, I know what the Steelers are at right now, and I'm definitely going to take them, including the spread. Uh, Pittsburgh all the way. I think they're going to have a pretty impressive playoff.
0: I don't know if I don't know if it's this wine or what, but I feel like I just keep wanting to take the underdog. Okay, I'm I, with I, it. I, yeah, because there's something that's telling me that Jacksonville Jaguars are doing what we wanted the Rams to do, right? Make this big run. This nice. team that no one believed in. Saxonville, they've got a defense they can lean on. Blake Bortles is getting hated on like nobody's business. So, right. uh, he's going to have to turn into Mr. January and February if he wants to go down in the history books, but...
1: I still am taking the Steelers, but there's something inside <laughs> oh, of me that's. I, I know say, this is going to be one of the most respected uh, bets I've ever yeah. seen. You do. Well, you.
0: you know, actually, I'll take the points. Fine.
1: Okay, I like it. I like Plus it. seven, Jacksonville. We though, got a couple personal bets to set up on that. Even though I goal.
0: actually think Steelers are going to win this game, but that goes back into the betting that I've done before. I think it's going to be closer than it shows here on mybookie.ag. On I think paper. Pittsburgh wins the game, but Jacksonville will take the seven points.
1: I don't know, man. It would be, be quite the game if Jacksonville took away with this one. Pittsburgh always, you know, sometimes they got amazing players. We'll see. But, you know, they mess and it up sometimes. It's going to be
0: cold out there. Another place that's going to be cold, but Speaking thank cold. Yeah, they're going to be playing inside. This is the game where we should have been. But it is the New Orleans Saints heading into Minnesota to play the Vikings. The Vikings are five-point favorites right now. Vikings, Saints, who
1: you got, James? Drew Brees all day. I just got Drew Brees' passion behind this playoff run right now. Vikings, Casey Keenum has had an amazing season, and the Vikings have been... They've been great this season. Yeah, uh, but you know, I think it's a different scenario in January, and I just I believe in Drew Brees in this situation. I'm going to take them along with the points as well. Saints all the way.
0: Okay, and this is another one where I think it's going to be a really really close game. Um, I I'm really pulling for the Vikings uh, probably at this point.
1: The, my favorite game of the weekend, I think. Yeah,
0: I I want to see a team host the Super Bowl and. Internally, I guess as I think about it long term, I almost don't want it to happen. So the Rams could do it when we open up that brand new stadium nice. and be the first ones to do it. But at the same time, I've got something. I got something for these Vikings now that we're out of it. NFC New Orleans. I look at a team that can be stopped. They do have the run or the pass to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go oddball from what I've been doing, taking points. I'm gonna take the minus here. I'm gonna take the Vikings. Minus five. And that wraps up our MyBookie.ag segment. James.
1: We got a lot of betting into this weekend, Bear.
0: Man, show me, don't tell me.
1: All right, well, I'll speak it, but let's see if I do it.
0: Well, Rams Nation, we've gotten to a lot tonight. I think this is about where we wrap this up. We've killed...
1: They're like, for a Friday, this was a long one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I didn't do a lot of podcasting this week, so you you earned a long one. We've got tons to get to this offseason. Obviously, we didn't even get to get to Tremaine Johnson, our draft picks, all the movement that can happen. We also have coverage from the Senior Bowl from some of our other Locked On Network hosts, so we're going to bring you some of that stuff coming up. Um, A lot to get to. James, anything before we go?
1: So, Bear, one thing I want to point out is I don't think Aaron Donald's going to be making the Pro Bowl. Uh, yeah. A, quote, injury uh, relation of why he's saying no thanks. It came out that Mike Daniels, a three-time Pro Bowl alternate, finally gets the call to play. He's the Packers' defensive tackle, he's going to replace ad hashtag pay the man because aaron donald is un, un, unable to participate due to a injury and the injury has quotes around it because yeah because he just doesn't want to go to the Pro Bowl.
0: yeah you you had 16 weeks of getting just well yeah. 15 weeks of this i going guy, to but, orlando now that yeah that sounds nice yeah he's like you know what i'm gonna go wherever i want to go i don't want to have to do any other he's like, why
1: isn't in hawaii anymore yeah exactly <laughs> peace
0: i'm gonna go to hawaii and find myself <laughs> Well, Rams Nation, we will be back next week. Probably a mixed bag of results as far as what days we're going to be on, but I'll try to give you a heads up on what we're doing. Thanks, as always, and you know what it is. Until next time, peace. peace.